Welcome back to my podcast. Welcome back to Willie Torres, a.k.a. Crazy FC. So, today we're going to start another podcast. And um, this one goes back to the beginning of the year. Um, I just haven't had a chance to put it out there. So... Today's the day. Few months too late, but hey, better late than never, right? So this one is called "Do for You." So let's get started with this. So, uh, so I was on on a, I was on my drive to work uh, one Tuesday morning, and uh, on my drive, I started thinking. Uh, and again, this was back in, I believe it was January 8th when this happened, of 2019. So, on my drive to to work, uh, I started thinking, you know, I haven't set my New Year's resolutions yet. Where am I going to set my resolutions? Where am I going to... Where am I going to be with my New Year's resolution? What is my New Year's goal? What is going to be of this new year for me? And what is it that I'm going to be expected to achieve or accomplish? Or what is it that I'm going to expect myself to achieve or accomplish? Uh... We're in the second week of January, and uh, the months are sneaking by. As you could tell, right now we're in April, and I'm not. I haven't even planned it yet. I have yet to sit down and ponder on my goals for 2019. So, I started thinking, what about if we turn that question around instead of making it about what my goal is uh, for the new year, I put it into a Jesus Christ perspective. Instead of saying, I'm going to try to set these goals, I'm going to try to achieve this, I'm going to try to set my new year's resolution, I'm going to stop this and I'm going to stop that. Instead of all those things, What about if we instead ask, what is it I want Jesus Christ to do for me this year? What is is it that I want Him to do in my life, for my life? If you really think about it, Jesus Christ has New Year's resolutions. Think about that. Jesus Christ's New Year's resolution is basically the same question, but in reverse. Jesus Christ's resolution is, 
What is it you want me to do for you? I know this because the question was brought up to me about about, about two months ago. I was watching uh, Journey Church from uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. I was watching them uh, online, live. Uh, I was watching this pastor, Pastor John Brown. Um, and pastor John Brown is an awesome pastor and a great follower and steward of, uh, of God and really gets you to understand and relate to his teaching and his message. If you get a chance, go on uh, YouTube and uh, look up John Brown from Journey Church. He spells his name J-O-N, not J-O-H-N, and brown like the color. Um so you know he's 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 his question for that lesson that Sunday morning was uh Jesus Christ asking us, "What is it you want me to do for you Which takes me to uh in scripture to john fourteen verse thirteen where it says, "Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do." That the Father may be glorified in the Son. So my New Year's resolution for this year is not going to be dieting, which is not a bad thing. Uh, I will probably end up dieting anyways, because I always try to lose some weight. Um, won't be to eat better or healthier, which I should do anyways, especially since I'm a little short of 50. Not to stop drinking. Pretty much stopped drinking already. Um, but I'm going to try to continue with not drinking. But what I really want to set my goal to, what I really want to ponder is, if I was sitting face to face with Jesus Christ, and he asked me the question, Willie, what is it you want me to do for you this year? What will my answer be? Matthews 21-22 says, And if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. I have to really think about this one. I need to put all my focus and attention to that question. But I'll tell you one thing. To you. Take the time to really think about this question because that is the key to your prayer life. That is the key to the acceptance of Jesus Christ into your life. That is going to be your key to communicate and build a relationship with Him, with Jesus. Because now you're asking Him for something, now it's become personal. You don't have to share with everybody or anybody if you don't want to. It's something that I want you to really dig deep in the bottom of your gut and think about and concentrate on. Just really dig deep in in there and, and take that question and carry it with you. Because once you ask Jesus Christ, Scripture says, Ask and you shall receive. Matthew 7 Verse 7, 
Keep pursuing what you need from God. He will give you good things. Be asking and it will be given to you. Be seeking and you will find. Be knocking and it will be opened to you. That translation is in the DLNT in case. Because I know it's a little different in certain books. Uh, but that's one of my favorites. Um, so we can all sit here and, 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 and tell them, I want a new home. I want a new car. I want to move into a beautiful town and live the rest of my life happy. I want a better job. I can tell you for myself, all kinds of things were running through my head of what Jesus could do for me. Be rich, win the lottery, to be healthy for the rest of my years, my children to grow to be successful and healthy, for my wife to be healthy, for us to be happily married till death do we part, and so on and so on. I'm sure all these all come across your mind as you're hearing this. I do I do believe that if even if we were face to face with Jesus and he asked us that question, that he already knows the answer. He knows our thoughts, he knows our hearts, he knows what we want and what we need. 1 Samuel 16, verse 7 says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man see. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Jesus Christ wants you to need him. He wants you to want Him. He wants you to trust Him. He wants an intimate relationship with you. He wants to know that the abundant life that He has promised us will never be found in anyone else, ever. So He is asking us, What will it take for you to love me? What is it you ask of me? It's personal. It's sincere. Just keep in mind that when you decide to tell him what it is that you want him to do for you, that now you are asking him to take care of it. You also have a part in this asking, and that is to have the trust and the faith that he will answer. Are you asking God for something that will please Him? Are you going to love this more than you love Him? Do not love something more than the Creator, because that you will not receive. It must be be rewarding to God as well as rewarding to you in God's glory. Matthew 17 verse 20 says, For truly I say to you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed. You will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you. Jesus asked me, 
Willie, what is it you want me to do for you? As I truly reflected on this question, I am led to answer, Lord, I want to know you more. I want to be filled by the Holy Spirit, but I also want the knowledge of the fruit of the Spirit so that I would be full of love, patience, respect, generosity, joy, and self-control. I want to worship you with no shame and no doubt. I want to tell everyone about you and to answer them when they question me about who my Lord is. I want to serve you, but I also want to be able to be strong and be prepared. To truly trust that you will protect me when I'm in a battle. I want to truly believe that when I need you, you will be there. That when I feel alone, I may be reminded that I am not, for you are with me. That when I feel sad, that you have filled me with joy. That when I am lost, I will be reminded that I have been found by you and you have never left me alone. That when I cry, or when I want to cry, I am reminded of all you have given me and how much I am and should be grateful for. That all my days I shall rejoice to God of heaven and earth. This is what I want you to do for me, Lord. That I no longer live for Willie, but live for you. Another one of my favorite scriptures is in Galatians 2, verse 20, where it says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by the faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Mm. Amen to that one. I will say this. If the time comes when Jesus Christ does ask you this question and you feel you you have really thought on this, think again. Because it's like that of a birthday wish, a penny toss in a fountain, or even a magic lamp with a genie. As I stated earlier, this wish or ask must must and should be used to glorify God. What we ask for and what we get truly and always will depend on how we use it to glorify God. It's almost as if Jesus is saying, I will give you this. I will give this to you. But, yes, there is a but. But how will you use it to honor me? What God will give us is far more than what we would imagine, wish for, or even dare ask. But He is loving, caring, and giving that He will give it. Are you willing to trust in Him? Are you willing to surrender all to Him in return for an answered prayer? Let me repeat that. Are you willing to surrender all to Him 
in return for an answered prayer. A wish come true. There's a there's a writer called Ted Schroeder. I hope I spelled his pronounced his name right. Schroeder. Um, he described Jesus' question of what do we what do you want me to do for you as saying the question is like that of a genie who grants us three wishes. Be careful what you wish for. If all our prayers were answered the way we want them to, we may be in trouble. John and Andrew asked Jesus where he was staying. Jesus, no, sorry, my mouth is dry. Jesus said to John and Andrew, Come and you will see. So they went and they saw where he was staying and spent the night with him. They were never the same again. They became his disciples, his apostles, and the foundation of his church. What we ask for and what we get depend on our motivation and our willingness to do God's will in our lives, to fulfill God's plan and purpose for our lives. That was quoted by Ted Schroeder. So Ephesians 3, verse 20, and I'll end this uh, podcast of uh, Do For You. Um, I'll end it with Ephesians 3.20, which is... In the book of God's word translation, it says, Glory belongs to God, whose power is at work in us. By this power, he can do indefinitely more than we can ask or imagine. So, that wraps up... uh, that wraps up do for you. I hope you uh hope you guys enjoyed that. It was kind of a little shorter than the other ones. Um but uh, I had to share it because uh I think we all need to really build a relationship with Jesus and get a true communication, a true relationship with him. And whatever it is that we ask know that He will give it to us. But it has to be honoring to not only ourselves, but most importantly, to Him. Thank you for listening. Thank you again for hanging out. And please continue to share this and continue to stay tuned because there's going to be a lot more to come. Willie, a.k.a. Crazy FC, is out. As I always end it, God bless you all. Peace be with you. You are loved.